You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You know, sometimes podcasting isn't always easy. You think you're into it, and you realize you didn't hit a button. I'm not saying that happened tonight. I'm not saying you guys missed the best 15-minute opening of any show we've ever had. I'm just saying sometimes people forgot to hit buttons. We're going to blame John. I got to be honest with you. I can't hold back. All right. If you're listening or watching this for the first time, you may be thoroughly confused, but let me help clarify things for you just a little bit. It is June 15th, and you're watching the PHP Ugly podcast, episode 339. We are a weekly podcast that focuses on PHP, the PHP community, running a business based around PHP, being a PHP developer, as well as talking about anything else that comes to mind. Web technology, tech in general, security, doom and gloom, and occasionally I try to slip in a little baseball here and there. So welcome, one and all. Uh, Let me go through the whole spiel again. We do have some sponsors to thank. PHP Storm, brought to you by our good people over at JetBrains and HoneyBadger.io, as well as our supporters on Patreon which continues to grow and flourish. Thank you so much. We're going to get back to all of them in a little bit. You will not be shorted 15 minutes of the show because John forgot to hit a button, but we will try to continue on. So for us to continue on, I'm your host. I am your host. John made that clear. See, you guys missed it, but John was very clear the last time that I'm the host and with me. Is my good friend that doesn't know how to hit buttons, John Congdon. <laughs> just, I I have to thank your wife so much, Beck. Thank you. Yeah, my current <laughs> wife. I'm like, we're we're trying to we're trying to figure out. So John and I seriously were in the show for about 15 minutes, <laughs> and I'm like, that's weird. I don't see anybody watching the show. And then all of a sudden, I hear this yelling in my house. I'm like, what's going on? I, I peel my earbuds back, and I hear my current wife yelling at me, you're not streaming! <laughs> she was enjoying a good show, though. At least <laughs> at least one side of it, your side of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a while since we've had a blunder like that. I, it was you. So, to be fair, you were trying something new with getting tweets and Mastodon and everything else out a little bit differently and mm-hmm. it just happens. You just, just happened. That's you were right. right. I, I did make it clear. You were the host in the first 15 minutes, but <laughs> I might need to step that back now. I've been demoted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing we do want to clarify that in case, uh, because obviously you didn't hear it the first time in case you haven't noticed our other uh, host, uh, Tom Wrightout is still not with us. Uh, He did have every intention on being on the show tonight. If you're in our Discord, which, by the way, that's what I forgot to talk about. uh, If you want to be part of the live stream, let me throw Discord up now because maybe we we would have noticed had we had Discord running. Everybody in Discord saying, what's going on? The stream hasn't started. 
we've been like, oh, okay, well, you know, there you go. <laughs> but uh, if you're in our Discord, uh, you would know that uh, Tom had an invitation of being on the show tonight, but ran into a uh, production problem at work and got tied up with that and just couldn't uh, couldn't make it on the show. So, uh, fingers crossed, uh, you should see his return next week. Oh my gosh, the memes that were happening at nine oh six. Oh really? From from buttery and your NorCal kid. <laughs> Look at NorCal. NorCal just posted our family chat in there. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of awesome. You see? Tom leaves and the whole whole show falls apart. Uh look at that. Uh, yep. But he he is uh like you said, doing better. And Doing better, yeah. We'll talk to him next week. Just yeah, in time we'll get, for... Get all caught up. Oh, that was a joke that was made. Because I'm going to be gone the week after that. Get to do a little mm-hmm. vacation. And you were complaining that you would be the only one doing it. I'm like, oh, you could you could do a whole hour by yourself. You you are the host. I just, I would forget to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd still do the hour by yourself. <laughs> Uh, yes, Jeffrey. I, the only time I talk to my kids now, pretty much, is in Discord. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a life of a IT person, I guess. And then I find out that I've got family that is in Discord that they don't post anything, they don't write in Discord, which they Discord. should. You're, you're part of you're part of the show. You should communicate and be part of the show if you're listening in there. But I'm talking to like my niece and realizing that she listens. I think I talked about that last week. My mother-in-law often makes reference to things. I'm like, Oh yeah, you're in discord. You just don't post in there. You know, <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't even know what their name is in discord. That's funny. <laughs> I should probably yeah. figure that out. In discord. I mean, it's, it's our family. <laughs> it's our friends. It's our community. Uh, a matter of fact, congratulations to Jeffrey, who I think is closing on a new house. See, I know these things because I have relationships with people in Discord. So congratulations to you. Uh, there was somebody else I wanted to congratulate in Discord, and I forget who it was and why it was. So whoever you are, if you can, if you accomplished <laughs> something good this week, congratulations you. You're an important <laughs> role in the show. Thank you. <laughs> so... Eric, how was your week? Let's go back to where we were at before we realized things went off the rails. <laughs> Week's going well. Um, did some pair programming with you today on the event sourcing piece, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I just uh, I did enjoy that very much. Um, been making some progress. I know you have too on PHP tech videos. I think mm-hmm. we are going to get that wrapped up here I hope before the show next week. All right. So you bring that up. We, if you, if you want to watch the videos from PHP tech, you can still get a virtual ticket on phptech.tv. Those videos will hopefully be coming out before I go on my vacation. They uh, will be putting in a lot of work on that in our Trello board, which I now got to find. I did post a link. I'm going to move it over to show notes. If you want to bring this, if you want to bring this up in the show, it's a snippet of Jeremy Limbaum's talk, and oh my God, this guy can sing and he's funny and 
I've I've always loved his presentations. We're sharing but, it. One second. But he went above and beyond in this presentation. And this is worth the price of a ticket right here. Just listening to this. You guys hear it when I, you hear the audio, right? Usually. Yep. Yeah. When my team talks about it, all I do is just wonder how nothing turned out how I planned it out in my brain. <laughs> it all just feels like woo <laughs> All right, don't give too much away. (laughs) That's great. I I listened to that today and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, he's talented, he's funny, he's a good speaker, and has a fantastic presentation. So I was happy. I gotta gotta assume he was tearing it up on karaoke night. Of course. Yeah. 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 Guy, the guy's got a set of pipes on him. And, and meeting him, like seeing him, you would never think it. You would never think that that guy can sing as well as he does. And uh, man, does he, can he belt, belt out a tune there? That's great. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, we still have, we're, sh- we're sharing, we're sharing one, right? Sharing one. PSP Tech.TV. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the opening keynote is still up there, I believe. Do you have the intro outro on that? I do. I don't think. Do I? I don't know. Our intro, outro. You know. Let me see. Yes, we do. Not out of tech. Not being there as I can. Outro. Anything else, John? Outro. Ah! I love our outro. We got some bumping music, man. I don't care what you say about us. You can be, as Harry Mack says, you can be one of our haters. You cannot like us. But you cannot say we aren't bringing back some fucking style to PHP. Between <laughs> Harry Mack and these intros, outros, forget about it, man. We're bringing some style. We're bringing, bringing some groove back to PHP. We're giving PHP its groove back. There that's, you go. That's my final thing. I've been listening to that song. Like, every time I make make a video, I you know, I listen to it. Obviously, the beginning and the end. Let me stop sharing here. And... uh I, I haven't gotten tired. It's very much like Harry Mack. I haven't even gotten tired of it. And, and to be clear, it's not something we had made specific PHP tech. It's not like a Harry Mack song where he's talking about it's us. Ex- it's, it's not exclusive, unfortunately. Right, right. It's just uh, something I had found on Pretzel, and I'm like, hey, this sounds good. And the our our graphics team put it put it to graphics and pictures and everything so well. It's like, oh, that's that's perfect. All right, hey, Woods, why are you posting that? It was, and they they did make a, a mistake in there where they flashed to a picture of you and I, and they said mm-hmm. tech leadership. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I mean, it would have been better had they misspelled tech leadership. That would have made a lot more sense. But, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, so that's come along real well. Um, yeah, and then yeah, so shared... we we're talking about um, pair programming. And we were. I, I do love pair programming with people, whether it's with you or somebody else. Having that interaction with people where you can talk back and forth about things is so beneficial. I know from a business perspective, you think you're paying two people to do the job of one, and that's just Mm -hmm. not the case. You are often getting more bang for your buck. You're getting a better end result by two people tackling a, a problem and it's also a good learning avenue learning. Like I often learn about Livewire and Laravel and different things from you. You're learning event sourcing from me. So it's a great give and take and learning from each other. It's fantastic. Yeah, I do enjoy it. And, and honestly, I, I think you get such better code as well when you do it. I mean, just you and I kind of talking through stuff and I, I don't, I just, it's one of my favorite I know it sounds cheesy, but it's one of my favorite things to do is to pair program with somebody. Uh, I just, I, I, I just, I already talk when I code. I think I drive my wife bonkers because, you know, you're talking and you don't know if I, she doesn't know if I'm talking to her. Mm-hmm. And but I well, already talk when I code. It's nice to get feedback. <laughs> well, it's funny. Sometimes we just hang out in Zoom while while we're working, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Sorry if I'm bothering." I'm like, "No, it's fine. Keep talking." <laughs> I don't. It doesn't bother me. I like it. Yeah, yeah. My my wife said I was doing that this week because I'm deep in a new problem that I'm tackling, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like I'm just back and forth. Like, what's going on? Why isn't this working? Or why why is this working? And like just talking. And she's like, yeah, you were on a different level today. <laughs> <laughs> I do love getting in those grooves, man. Time flies by so fast. That's the only problem with it is like the day just disappears when I do it, but it's so nice I've, to get there. I've actually, I rearranged my desk. So I have a different monitor layout and mm. I, the past two days I've started using my standing desk again as a standing desk. Mm-hmm. And I think I need those big projects to work on to do that. When I'm I'm in my day to day and it's not a big project, I often just sit here. Mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm getting deep into a specific thing, and I raise my desk, put some music on, and I just kind of bounce to the music while coding, mm-hmm. it's it's like the best coding experience for me. I yeah, enjoy it. I agree. I agree. I have so let's have a let's have a conversation about our setup for a second. So I'm a dual monitor person. I I was three monitors for a long time, and then I finally got rid of one of my monitors. I I am getting envious of single monitor people. Like, if if you only have one monitor, like, I would love to have one monitor. I would have so much more space, but I don't know. I just, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I'm all, I, so... I have my primary monitor over here. This is where I'm doing my work on my coding. I have my terminals over here and all that. Then I have my, you know, I call it like my communications monitor. I have open Discord open. If I have music, you know, like Spotify or something, it's over here as well. And the Spotify doesn't bother me, but Slack is like a big thing for me because even though I get notifications, I always kind of glance over at Slack all day long because 
I don't always get notifications for all the projects. So in our company Slack, we have channels for all the projects and certain conversations go on. And I'm not getting notified of everything, but if I, if I notice a certain channel getting a lot of traffic and, and discussion, you know, I'll check it out. And I just don't know how to do that with Vault Monitor. Like that, I would just <clears throat> back and forth all day long. It would drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And, and funny you should mention standing desks because I still have my standing desk. I used it for a while. Uh, I haven't really used it since getting the fancy camera because I'm worried I'm going to knock the tripod over. <laughs> I, I need I need to get my fancy camera set back up. But I have my the only problem I have with the standing desk. So the standing desk is my desk, right? I don't have any other desk. And the only problem I have with the standing desk is to make it work correctly. My desktop is on here, and it's a big desktop. Like we we don't use like a laptop. We have a big what do they call Thelios? Thelios, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, System seventy six Thelio desktops, and actually John's is bigger than mine. Uh, that's what she said. What? Um, <laughs> so it sits here on my desk, and it does that. So you know, because when I raise and lower the desk, like either everything's got to stretch if it's if it was on the floor, or you know, it's on the desk and it's fine. But it's I wish I could get it off my desk because it's it's it takes up so much room. Like I could have so much more room on my desk. Mine is off. Mine's on the floor. <clears throat> I just have cabling that works. So you you went through and and added all the long cables for that stuff. The cables that I needed, yeah. Wow, I should do that. I I've thought about it. I just didn't want to. I mean, the big long cables. The big ones are the monitor cables, right? The monitors <laughs> are definitely the big ones. That, that I think that's all that would hurt me are the monitor cables. Yeah, I think everything else is up here. That's easy enough. Uh, so Jeffrey asked what type of music for me currently it's I say currently it's always 90s hip hop. <clears throat> a lot of Eminem, uh Little Dicky. Just Really a Little Dicky. Interesting. I didn't yeah. I didn't fancy you a Little Dicky person. Only because of you. You turned me on to that back in the uh back in the day. Back in the office, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I throw up YouTube music and that's what comes on. Uh, monitor setup for a long time. I had the ultra widescreen and then I have a 27 inch Dell that I had in portrait mode. So I, I had my code over there, everything else on the ultra widescreen. And then for, <clears throat> for a long time, I had a third monitor, 27 inch monitor up high that was connected only to my, uh, my trash can Mac. And I didn't use it that often. I used synergy or barrier to you know go between the the two and now that we're doing so much more with the macbook pros that we have for editing videos and some other things the magazine being a big one editing the magazine was a pain in the butt to run everything on the linux machine via windows virtual machine so now i can just do it natively in the mac I rearranged, brought my two 27-inch monitors down right here in front of me, and then I had the ultra-widescreen above that. And I ended up keeping the ultra-widescreen connected to Linux only. The other two I now having have going through a KVM between Linux and Mac. And for me, I have a setup where I could switch over to my Mac. I could be editing videos, 
editing the magazine. And then in those periods where I need a break or I'm rendering one of our videos, I can like play a game or something on the <laughs> Linux machine, kill, kill five or 10 minutes while something's rendering and then come back, do some more work. That's my, my late night thing. Where do, when I'm do you run here Steam? till 12. Yep. Do you run Steam on your Linux machine? Dude, I try to read. I, I saw so I'm not a gamer. You you know this of me. But oh, just this either. week, there's a there's a Batman game that I bought on Steam a long time ago. Uh, and I haven't played it because I can't get it to run for more than five or six minutes. So I just eventually gave up because Steam, at least for me, Steam mm-hmm. was taking up like 150, 200 gigabytes of disk space. Mm. I'm like, I, I, I need that space. So I, I had deleted it. I just reinstalled it uh, this week, and I still can't like get the games working. I, I know the Batman one is like an intense graphics game, but we have big boxes, so I thought for sure we'd be, okay, I'd be okay. Well, the problem is, it's meant to. The game is probably only meant to run on Windows, so you're running through an emulator as well. Right, which makes it tricky. I know there's some there's a database out there that says, you know, this is a gold level game. It's going to run on your Linux machine, no big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't. I'm not a big gamer either. I play Rocket League. That's the extent of my gaming. You still play Rocket League? Only because, like, my kid just got uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and I Mm want to play it so badly, but all of those games. Batman would probably be the same thing for me. It's you're going to sit down and you want to, you don't want to stop playing. You want to play for an hour out, two hours on end, maybe mm-hmm. more where for me, rocket league is a start finish. You can get in, you can play one game for, you know, five to 10 minutes, or you can play two or three games in a half hour. And then you're done. Like there's an end point where I can say, okay, I'm done. I'm going to walk away. Rendering videos. Perfect. I start that up. I can't really do much while it's happening. Play a five minute game. I come back, get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Say the I perfect can't. amount of time, right? To take, right. A, I, take a quick break. Yeah. I, I can't, I want to, if I were to play other games, I would get lost in those games and I'd be playing for hours and I'd be divorced. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know Buttery. how other people do it. Buttery, yes. Uh, actually, Steam Steam actually does tell you what games run on Linux, not even through like an emulator. They have games that run on Linux. Uh, and I just, I'm not like, again, I'm not a gamer. I'm not trying to be a gamer, but there are certain games I want to play. And uh, that's one of them. The other one is the um, Among Us, because there's a big uh, PHP Among Us group who get together and play do they still? I, I, I know that I see, see the chat every now and then. So I'm part of their Discord. Oh, I really? see the chat every then, but I, I don't think they're as as active as they used to be. Well, it was huge during the pandemic. I know. Yeah. That. So there's a couple games that I might be interested in, but in general, I just don't. I don't get into games a ton. Um, but the Batman one, I really want to play. I enjoy. I I, I played the uh, the older ones on the PlayStation. I yeah, you know, I had a PlayStation and I played on those. Um, and I have a PlayStation now. Uh, I don't have a newest, newest. I think I have, I don't know, whatever, four or five. I think I'm like one generation behind now. Um, so I, it should be plenty, but I don't I, know. I, I want to <laughs> own it on my desktop. 
I, I have a Sega Genesis emulator little thing. <laughs> That's like the extent of my gaming. Do you still have? Do you still play with your Switch? The kids do. That's where that's where yeah. they have Breath of the Wild. Um, my kids are big into the Pokemon games, so they play that. You know what? I really should bring. So the PlayStation I still have. My it was in my kids' room. My kid uh, would play it. You know, all the, I don't know about all the time, but they would play it. But since moving out, it's just sitting there. I really should just bring that and put it in the office and start using it. I am a fan of the right tool for the right job, and I think a dedicated game console is probably the right tool for the right job. My, my kid, my oldest kid, is now talking about getting wanting to purchase his own Switch because mm-hmm. my my Switch isn't good enough for him. He wants no. his own. he wants to trick it out. Wants what? his own style. No, it's more about going over to friend's house and then they can play Pokemon and they can trade things. But mm-hmm. if if they take the one that we have, him and his brother have to share and he doesn't want to do that. He wants his own. Oh, so they don't have individual <laughs> accounts, right? It's just... No, no they, they do. do. They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just can't do it at the same time where if they had their gotcha. own handhelds, they can, all of them could play because his friends, they both have their own. Gotcha. So, they're two sisters and they each have and it's like well they've got their own i want my own (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh you know uh kind of uh off topic but along the same lines do you know like the ipad is still a single user device right you can't have Mm -hmm. multiple accounts as far as i I know yeah i need them to change that (laughs) no that's one of the that's a huge pain in the butt like is it yeah, I mean, I've got a family of four, right? So my wife still doesn't have her own. Does she have her own? I don't. Don't think no. she has an iPad anymore because she does everything on the laptop. So actually, I, I was thinking. I was thinking more with um, with tech. I wanted other people to to be able to use my iPad, but I didn't want to be logged into all my accounts. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to be able to switch it over to another account or a lockdown account, kind of the same thing that we did with our laptops, right? Okay. We created a, a lockdown account on the laptop. That that's what, it, yeah. We we all have iPad, and I'm still a fan of the iPad. I'm, that's the only Apple product I use on a regular basis. Uh, I like John said, we got uh, laptops to edit the video because there's a uh, good video editor that we're using, but and we use it. The Adobe Suites is what we use a lot for magazine releases as well, but, um, but yeah, I I uh, I use an iPad all the time. Now I am curious. I heard there's a new uh, Chrome OS uh, tablet that I haven't seen, me. but you got me. Yeah, uh, yeah. All these, I, I. I I really need somebody to pay me to evaluate new devices so I can play with everything before they come out. If only you were a good YouTuber and could do do tech videos and get people to give you stuff to evaluate. I know. I know. I'm terrible. I know. I still, well, I, I still want to get a watch. I, I'm so close to getting it. Just, I'm curious how well the Apple Watch will run on an Android. I'm. My wife has one. She has like a Fitbit. Which is doing really well, and it, I think that's actually what I might go with. They have a bigger version of the one my wife has. What do you want to do with it? 
just what's track your, what's uh, your goal track my heart um because i'm always like worried like you know should my heart be you know beating that fast that seems weird you know should i be bleeding so much i don't think so <laughs> yeah because um, you watch but, tracks you're bleeding <laughs> yeah yeah uh no i the the the, the heart obviously like distance because the phone actually does a pretty good job at at tracking like walking stuff but i think if you have the watch it's probably a little bit more you know accurate and easier to read so yeah it's been a while i used to you know me i used to be really big on the uh android wear the, the android watches and they just but they they, so they've expensive. all sucked yeah they, they, well, they were never great they were they right they were never great they didn't suck like the the couple i got uh, granted, they were higher in Android watches. I, I will admit that I probably you know paid more than I should have. Well, no, I won't say that anymore. They were cheaper than the Apple Watch, so I, I don't care anymore. But I, I feel justified now. This was before Apple Watch came out, though. But yeah, they were all right. But then, then the moment a new version of Android Wear came out, all of a sudden your hardware was behind, and there was mm. just something that. That didn't like, just quite work. So I, I, I moved on. I moved back. I've been on a you know old analog watch for years now. I love this watch. This is actually a really nice watch. I like it a lot. It's it uh, it's powered by uh, the sun. But does it does it tell the time? Yeah, yeah, it does tell the time. That's weird. But uh, the the problem with it is like when you fly to uh, other time zones, like say Chicago, you have to figure <laughs> out the. Uh, Key combination to hit to tell you you're in a different time zone. So uh, yeah, the user interface isn't quite as clean as a digital one. I, I do have. If anyone's listening and and you use an Apple Watch, I'm very curious if you have it working. In a, I'm about to go to the Apple Store to figure this out. My wife has an Apple Watch. We made sure to get one that has cell phone coverage. Like it's a cell version of the watch right? because she likes to go out on runs. And especially when she goes to do a marathon, I want to be able to track where she's at on the course. And it works great when she has her her phone with her, but she doesn't like running with her phone on her. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll get you the watch with cell and it'll update your location. It does not do that. It's driving me absolutely nuts. What's the purpose of the cell coverage then? I, I, she can make phone calls. Like if she, oh, turns she her, what, what? She can she, make phone calls. Yeah, if she turns her, if she turns the, the phone off, she can still make phone calls. Mm-hmm. If the phone is near her, it uses Bluetooth through the through the phone and and, but whatever, it still works. But the whole point was, she can go out running with her with her watch, not carry her phone with her. And I can still be able to see where she's at when she goes to run a race. I like seeing where she's at. I like trying to meet her where she's at to cheer her on because mm-hmm. it's amazing that she's doing that. And I can't run that far. <laughs> you're so, running the show into the ground. So you're doing a good job there. Yeah. I I'm very good at running like that. <laughs> that's how I do things. That's that's crazy. I remember you had an and I don't know if it was an Android watch or not, but you had one that you could uh, make phone calls on, and it was good. I thought it was actually really good. I was envious. Yeah, I, I liked when I had that, but 
it's not a feature I use often. I always have my phone. Right. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's like, my thing. It's like, I don't know where, well, but, like your wife is a perfect example. Like yeah. you go to the gym or something. If, you, if I could have my music and phone on my watch, yeah, I could totally see leaving my phone at home and going to the gym or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. Hey, John. What's that? Let me, let me guess. You're not a Reddit person. Do, are you, do you do Reddit? I do not do Reddit. Dude, never got Reddit. in. Never got. Never got into it. I'm not big on Reddit. Uh, I was. I was holding on off. I was. I was. Wasn't going to talk about this because uh, once I found out uh, Tom was going to be on, because I know Tom is really big on Reddit. Uh, fun fact: If you're a person on Reddit, there is actually a PHP ugly Reddit, uh, which we do not do anything to anymore. But if you want to start contributing to that, uh, it is out there, and it is not marked private at least not as far as i know maybe tom did mark it private <laughs> so following in apple's uh, not apple you got anything about apple now following in twitter's footsteps reddit decided that they are no longer going to allow their apis to be free they're, they're going to charge developers to use api this hit the development world like a brick first thing if you don't know the history of Reddit and who they are, uh, there, there's a lot to that. I mean, they they basically dethroned Dig back in the day. I mean, I'm sure you remember Dig. That was like, like Dig. Dig was huge. Everybody was on Dig. There was Dig Nation, and oh, I it was love crazy. That, I love that podcast, that show. Um, but uh, Reddit kind of dethroned them. But Reddit was very much behind the uh, freedom uh, of sharing information. And one of the founders actually ended up committing suicide because he was under federal investigation because of how he came in possession of what should have been freely available information. And it's this whole thing. I'll, I'll find the article. I'll add it to the show notes. I should have had this queued up. So anyways, there, there are a lot of very kind of progressive thinkers on Reddit and very adamant about the internet should be free, information should be free, so on and so on. But this whole ecosystem has been built around Reddit and their APIs. And so not they Reddit decided, hey, you know, Twitter did, did it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna say you have to you have to pay to use our APIs now. And some of the people were like reporting like what it would cost them to use the Reddit APIs. It was like some ridiculous, ridiculous large numbers. So in protests, keep in mind, much like Twitter, Reddit is a community-driven application, right? The whole existence of Reddit exists because of contributions and management from the community. So everybody is in charge of their own little subreddits and they manage their subreddits. Like I said, we have a PHP ugly one that Tom manages. So in protest, all these uh, mods of all these different communities switched all their communities to private, basically crippling Reddit at that point. So there are, there are a few, and I don't know if it's still like this. I, I actually stopped going because I got tired of everything being marked private. And the only thing in my stream, funny enough, was Batman. Uh, was Batman 
article is because I guess my Batman subreddit was one of the ones that didn't go private. So that was the only thing in my stream. I'm like, okay, I'm not getting any tech news anymore here. So let me, let me bail out of this. Hmm. So the, the, the moderators kind of rose up in protest. It's, it's interesting kind of dilemma because where I, I want to side with them and I, I agree with them. But also, it's like I don't understand what Reddit's financial model is. Like, I guess maybe I don't see ads in there. Maybe they do do ads. Maybe somebody can tell me. I might have an extension installed or something that blocks ads on Reddit. I don't know, but I don't see ads on Reddit, so I don't know how Reddit makes money. I see ads on Twitter. Like every third tweet <laughs> is a freaking ad now. I can't stand it. So I know I do see ads, but I don't see them on Reddit. Uh, so yeah, Reddit is uh, it, it, it's it really kind of shows how strong these like virtual communities can be when they when they want to have a voice and want to be heard, they will be heard. Uh, no. We got some stuff in in. Do you, do you th- but do you think Reddit is tracking like what is happening? Do do they have any sort of tools around that? are telling them that things are not going as they plan? I mean, they have to. First thing, it's big news. I mean, it's like everybody's talking about it. So they know what's happening. They have to see a pretty dramatic drop in traffic because there's nothing for people to go to anymore. Yeah. So I wonder wonder if they are doing... And now, a word from our sponsors. (laughs) Classic Tom... That did look infected, however. You probably should have somebody look at it. Oh, hi! If you know me, you know I'm somebody who literally wears a lot of hats. I'm a podcaster, a publisher, and a coder. What I'm not is somebody who has a lot of time worrying if their site is giving their users problems. That's why I use Honey Badger. Now, let's be honest. Honey Badger is a sponsor of the podcast. But that's not why I feel good talking about them. I've been using Honey Badger for years and couldn't be happier. Honey Badger has a suite of monitoring tools specialized for developers. It's the only system that combines monitoring, uptime, and cron heartbeat monitoring into a clean, fast interface. Honey Badger offers a generous free tier. And with just two lines of code in about five minutes, you can start monitoring your application. Personally or professionally, it works for everybody. Honey Badger can help you identify and fix problems sometimes before the user even knows there's an issue with your site. And at no cost to, to sign up, it's literally free for peace of mind. So go to honeybadger.io and sign up for a free account today. What's going to hurt? If somebody asks you, tell them the Ugly Squad sent you. Now I got to get back to podcasting. I got these co-hosts I need to talk to. And they are co-hosts. I don't care what anybody says. I'm the host. Because I'm cooler than all of them. Thank you, Honey Badger. Guys, don't be rude. Think Honey Badger. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Honey Badger. I'm like, I'm like, that happened. I'm like, oh, what now? And then I see myself. I'm like, who's doing that? <laughs> Hopefully, Reddit has Honey Badger installed and, and saw errors or issues happening. And they're like, wait, this isn't right. Something happened. Yeah, honey badger. Thank you, thank you for your sponsorship. You, you've been huge for us. We do appreciate it. Maybe sponsor yeah. tech next year, though. I'm just saying. I'm gonna put it out there. 
Mm-hmm. You know who we are. We talk. We've we've talked. We've talked <laughs> at least once or twice <laughs> in the years that we've been doing this. I got I got a question. Uh, if you're watching live, I only care about the live people right now because if you listen to the audio podcasts, you can't give me feedback, so I can't listen. Sorry, that's how it goes. How you guys are? You guys comfortable with with the sponsorships? Like we do them because we we've been lucky, right? We're doing sponsorships. We've had sponsorships of products we use, so we're very comfortable with it. Uh, but I don't know. It's like you guys comfortable with this? Like. Uh, you understand why we do this, right? I mean, we're not Reddit, right? We don't. You know, we, we we actually try to. <laughs> we we care about you as viewers and listeners, but you you bring up a good point. There have been some like uh, um, YouTube people that I watch, and they recently or a year or so ago, there's that that big thing about land ownership in Scotland, and you could be called a sir because you yeah, it's like. Really, you're you're peddling that. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> kind of crazy. Or yeah, yeah. There's that. There, there's some. There's some like mainstays. There's that one. There's a uh, shadow shadow league of shadows or shadow warrior or something like one of those mobile the, games. The, diff- the different games. Yeah. Yeah. Ray 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 earbuds. Like everybody does the Ray earbud. Like you can tell where a YouTube podcaster is by which one of those sponsors they have and it's just right yeah uh, yeah that's what we should just start we should start start doing like like coca-cola ads or something like just make people <laughs> think we got like big sponsors or, or something like that <laughs> drink this sugar water and have bad teeth <laughs> we like to thank our sponsors over at ford <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to be i want to be more important yeah, I'm fine. That, I'm fine that's where a good, good, good question to ask. <laughs> uh, I've been doing a lot of PBX work this week. PBX. Uh, Explain yeah. what PBX is. So I work a lot in the phone phone system world, and I get to uh, connect calls and do lots of weird things like that. And working on a new feature for one of our clients, and the big thing is. Somebody calls in, they're calling you. Like I call into your business, but you have multiple people that can answer that call. So now I'm setting it up where depending on where you're at, like I can call your cell phone, but if uh, somebody else is in the product using the dialer for outbound phone calls, they can get a call in there. So um, get, getting into that right now, uh, it's just a whole brand new feature and how it's working. And it's very interesting. I got the very core piece of it done today, but there's still so much to get done. And I'm feeling that time crunch of crap. I'm going on vacation here soon and I want to get it done prior to that. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Was that. Was that the point of that whole story? What do you mean? Getting into something. <laughs> no, it, it's just I, I was sharing my week. I, I'm working yeah, on this that... new new feature. It's fun. I that's where I've been getting up, raising my desk up, actually going deep into that workflow. It's good. It's funny you should bring that up because that, that's how I felt leading up to tech. Like I feel like everything was piling up, and like there was so much stuff we needed to get de- done before we went to tech. And I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say we got it all done 
because we didn't. But it's just like, it felt like every week there was a new deliverable looming over our head on top of everything we were doing with tech. Like every, every, everything that we had to get done because tech was happening. Like it, by that time, it was going to go down. So if we didn't get this done, it was going to be a bad experience for everybody. But on top of all that, you know, we had clients where it's like, okay, I need this by the next selling season. I need this by, you know, this and then. And it's just all just seems to happen at once. Yep. That is true. Do you follow my wife on Instagram or or Facebook? Yep. Have you seen posts recently? Always. I don't know which specific one you're talking about. Did you see the cases of wine we got? Yep. I did. And she's like, just in time for summer, come over. We're going to have a big party. That's what we're drinking, baby. We're going to be drinking wine for a while. We have a <laughs> we have a friend who have a has a vineyard, and I'll I'll add this to the show notes because I am a big fan of there. They, they were actually my my current wife and my wife at the time, um, but we weren't married. My wife and my chemistry teacher back in high school, and we stayed friends with them after high school. Uh, my wife actually lived with uh, them for a short period of time uh, before we we you know got more serious. Um, but yeah, uh, so she's an old she's a chemist from back in the day. You know, taught chemistry in high school, but went on to do other like big deal chemistry stuff, and just like bought all this land in Northern California. And somebody, somebody mentioned to her, to her, said, hey, you should consider uh, doing a vineyard. And she was like, yeah, I think I can do that. And it's like, what? What do you mean, yeah, <laughs> you think you can do that? I mean, it's not like she was young or anything. And she did it. She makes some great, great wine. We, we go through. Now, granted, we give. It's like our go-to gift. Like if somebody invites us over for dinner or something, we'll pick up a bottle. We'll grab a bottle and take it over. But we go through cases of this stuff, um, and it's good. So I'll if you're wine, and I'm not a wine person. I'll, I'll come clean with you. I'm not a wine person. Never thought I would like wine. Um, I do like the reds. And th- these are mostly reds. Uh, so uh, I really enjoy her wine, and I will share her link. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Maybe if my current wife is listening, or one of my kids are listening, and they know the link, they can or your wife from the time. Or my wife at the time, yeah. 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 Um okay. so yeah, it's uh it's good stuff if you're a wine person. Uh I'll I'll share it with you. And if you're ever if you're ever in the area and you want some wine, let me know. Well I'll yeah. grab a bottle. Yeah. I I'm definitely more of a, a red, a cab person myself. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean the the whites are just like just flavored water. Like they're just not they just I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but it's just I just don't care for them. They're there good. We go. Cedar Creek, good job there, NorCal kid. Oh, show comes scaring wife. Cedar Creek, everybody's bringing in there. All right, I'll add this to show notes. This this can be the wino episode. There you go, NorCal kid. If you want to start working on a thumbnail, do something around wine and and give us some titles, people. Yes, we need titles. Exclamation point title. Yep. Discord. Do it in Discord. Can't do it on YouTube or anything. Our good friend that was at Tech, Jeffrey Davidson, chimed in with uh, thanking our sponsors. Insert name of bourbon company here. 
bourbon. I could go for that. I'm a Scotch guy. I I, I definitely have like my lagavulin. It's up there. I I drink a lot of Scotch, but I I've been wanting to move to bourbon uh, because it's American. It's an American whiskey. <laughs> And uh, I just haven't. I, I, I found a couple. Uh, like, like the scotches. People always want me to try other scotches uh, because I drink. A, I, I don't drink as much as I used to, but I drink a lot of scotch. But the, the thing that people don't understand is I like a scotch. I like Lagavulin. I, I'm okay with other scotches, but I don't crave to drink scotch. I crave to drink Lagavulin. Like I will sit there and want a glass of Lagavulin. Um, bourbon, I'm fortunate. Like I haven't found that in bourbon. So I've been trying like a bunch of different bourbons and I, you know, try the differences. And there's a couple of people in the PHP community who are pretty big in bourbon. And, uh, yeah, so they've been very helpful in giving me some feedback. If you have a good bourbon, um, let me know. I, I will try just about anything. I'm heading to, heading to Nashville here in a few weeks and I'm hoping to try some bourbons out there. Uh, when, I went to Louisville uh, a few years ago. They had flights of bourbon, and oh, that was so much fun! So I'm hoping to go in Nashville to find somebody who has a flight of a uh, flight of bourbon or a flight of whiskey in general would be good. You can't have Japanese Jap- scotch. It doesn't Japanese work. scotch. Yeah, there's, there's a thing. There's a thing with Japanese scotch. Yeah, I, I wonder thought, if buttery does Japanese scotch. I thought scotch had to be from a specific specific area. Or is that something else? There, there, there is for something to be just Scotch, it needs to come from Scotland, and there's there's a certain couple of things. But Japanese, there, 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 other other whiskeys like Japanese Scotch, you know, just has the name. I, I don't know how they got through the loophole. Uh, maybe it's it's the method that they use. But my understanding of it is to be called. Tr- Truly, be called Scotch. You have to come from Scotland, and you have to you have to distill in a certain method. There's like two or three methods. Lagavulin actually distills in one of the oldest and unique methods. Um, so yeah, and then the same thing with bourbon. Like the only thing that makes bourbon and and Scotch different is location. Bourbon is distilled differently, but it has to be in the U.S. <clears throat> Scott needs to be in Scotland. That's my understanding. I haven't deep dove dive into that uh, lately, but all right. So I'm going to move on to our second sponsor. Sponsor. Speaking of deep diving, deep dive. Speaking of pair programming, yeah, pair programming, deep diving into the tools that we use as PHP developers. I want to thank JetBrains and PHP Storm for sponsoring. Uh, PHP Storm is a cutting edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. If you haven't used it before or it's been a while since you've last tried it, now's the perfect time to check it out again because it has received significant performance improvements and an expanded feature set. Curious to see if it's the right fit for you? Head over to www.jetbrains.com slash phpstorm to learn more and try it out with a 30-day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. And. PHP Storm, it's been a fantastic tool for you and I working together, pair programming. Uh, It's just a fantastic tool. And there's still so much more I need to learn about it. You were doing something today, and I was like, I know there's a way to do that faster. I just don't know it off the top of my head. (laughs) So it's funny because uh, I owe owe our PHP Ugly listeners a video of my 
idea of them uh, configuration. I've been saying this for a few weeks. I promise you, I'm going to get to it. I but I actually created months, but I actually created <laughs> a uh, I actually created another key binding because it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm sure there's a way to do this. So I have on my keys, I have GD, which means jump definition. And one of my f- frustrations with doing that is how that- does G jump? Just go go go, 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 to, go to definition <laughs> go to definition so it's just right there gd go to that definition so uh the the problem i have with doing that is um when i write interfaces which i have a tendency to do a lot uh i i do it with uh, my repository pattern and now john's got me doing it with value objects as well but when i write interfaces uh when you go to definition it jumps to the definition in the interface, which isn't really useful for me. I'm like, okay, I don't need this definition. I need to see the code. So I'm like, there's got to be a way to 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 go to the implementation of this. And sure enough, uh, PHP Storm has it. And I forget what yoga acrobats your fingers have to do to to use that. You know, it's like uh, Alt Control F4 and some weird setup. So because I have my Vim bindings, I just go to my Vim bindings. I'm like, okay, I got GD for go to definition, GI for go for go to implementation. And I created a new Vim binding for go going to implementation and works perfectly. I love, I love my key bindings. You you've got to get on board with the key bindings in PHP Storm. One day you will share yours and I'll understand what you're doing, but until then. Yeah, there's a whole secret behind it. Now I'll share the secret with you. Uh, it, this this is all the props in the world to I assume PHP Storm. Um, the um, the plugin is not an official JetBrains plugin, but I think they're just leveraging something Storm Storm created, or maybe they're not. I don't know. But the the very the key secret to it is almost everything in PHP Storm. Everything is accessible through a command called actions. So if you do if if you do colon actions and I think list or just colon actions maybe it'll show you everything you can create a key binding for. And it's it's basically all the menus. So I have all these different key bindings, things that I would I don't even have in like my normal vim setup. I have in PHP Storm to do things like I have a key binding that brings up this uh this custom shortcut menu that I, you know, for, for like a list of things that I, I do occasionally, but I don't, I don't want do it enough where it has to have its own custom key binding. Um, it's very cool. It's very cool. So out of the box, I know we're talking a lot about them in PHP storm, but we thank them for their sponsorship out of the box, the key bindings that, Idea Vim RC supports compared to a normal Vim RC are pretty fantastic. Like I've heard of people just copying over their Vim RC file to use in in PHP Storm. Uh, I don't know how complete it is, but it's very complete. There's a lot of things you can do. So if you're a hardcore Vimmer, there's a lot of things you can do. Now, if you where I fell short from that is in the Vim world, just like in the PHP Storm world, I use a lot of plugins. So 
with PHP Storm, you don't need as many plugins because so much is built into it. But the way you access it to get it, like I used to use, uh, I used to have, um, I forget what the, uh, oh God, it's hurting my brain. I forget what the what the plugin for uh, Git management is in Vim. I just had my key bindings for it. And for a while I had, I had mapped that to the Git actions and PHP Storm. I don't use either anymore. I use Lazy Git for everything, but yeah. So check it out. I'll, I'll get that video. I promise you guys, I'll, I'll try to work on that this weekend. Look for a video. Maybe I'll just give it to the Patreon supporters. Just look at all the title suggestions for this week, and then I'll guilt you into doing it. <laughs> yes. Wine, wine, winos and them. Just there you go. Winos and them. Oh, man. Okay. When, um, I went, went flying before the show. This is a good spot. Go ahead. Keep talking. I want to thank our yep. God, getting about the music. Yep. So tonight, new sponsor. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you for becoming a Patreon supporter. Thank you, Dustin. Yep. Oh, Dustin. Uh, yes. Good call. Yeah. So tonight was our monthly meetup. I guess it is for the the hang gliding and paragliding group that I'm part of. Speaking mm-hmm. of monthly meetup, we didn't do uh, one in June. No, we didn't, did we? No, we gotta we gotta get that going for July. Yeah. We, we got we got back from tech and we're like, eh, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. So yeah, we need to do it again in in July. But anyway, yeah. so tonight was the the monthly meetup. I went did two very short flights because I couldn't find Lyft. <laughs> A couple of people did, but most of us just oh Lyft like actual Lyft Lyft yeah okay gotcha yeah gotcha. yeah so. Most of us had anywhere from four to ten minute flights. Couple people found were able to stay up for half hour to an hour. Wow. And I think, and I think the president of the the group stayed up the longest for, well, let's say hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> Just crazy. The, the the difference one he's got different technology in his wings. Uh, and just more experience made me feel silly having a very short flight, though. <laughs> Frustrating. Don't drink and them. Don't, Don't whine. You know, whine. Whining. Don't whine about them. That's what I should. There, there was a there was a good wine one. I think that was also NorCal kid. Buttery custom bindings for your custom binding. For your for your pleasure, <laughs> I, I like that so much. But I don't want my kids to have to make a thumbnail for that, <laughs> especially with your face. It's <laughs> a dark place we're going to—a very dark, dark place. I don't know why that hit me as being funny, but it was hilarious. There's a lot of um, binding Eric here. Jeez. So I know most of our people are tech people for those that are not that listen to us we stop reposting things from facebook where it's like just do this and you'll stop getting ads or people re will repost things and i've talked to the person that i'm referencing 
in person. So I'm not calling them out specifically, but if you are copying and pasting something and saying it actually works, well, you don't know it works because you haven't done it yet. You're just (laughs) copying and pasting and more than likely it doesn't work. Very curious what you're talking about now. No, just I don't just face, a, I don't Facebook anymore. No, just just the in general, like uh, there was this new law that got passed, and but if you put paste this or you know if you paste this, Facebook oh, will yeah, stop yeah, doing yeah. that. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember those. Whatever, whatever it is, there's so many of them. It happens so often, and I every time I do it, I'm like, don't stop, stop. So I finally talked to them uh, <laughs> this this week or last week. Like, yeah stop doing that (laughs) my my uh stepmom got hacked on facebook and so watching her post like i don't i don't watch or post porn is just funny words coming out (laughs) coming from her (laughs) and meanwhile it's it's not real it's just you know it's a fake video button like watch yeah. this or yeah hey this person just died and i think you knew them and they yep. want you to click on it and all it is or, is like, or i came oh. across this old video of you that's yeah. the other one yeah and it's like no the, you're clicking on that and they're asking for your login information so she probably fell for that and now they have that information it's just it's crazy yeah it's <laughs> i hate i hate those people i hate them with a with a passion yeah and I feel like I'm going to be that person here in like just a couple of years where I'm falling for all these scams. And I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Oh, you, you want to, you want to try to get scammed. We've talked about some of the scams, but people try to pull on us uh, in the past running a business, but on a weekly basis, a daily basis, I would, I would venture to say daily basis. Our, our support ticket queue is flooded with, Hey, I have bad news for you. I've hacked your computer and I've been <laughs> I've been watching your camera and all the porn you watch. And I'm like, I'm so tired of these things. <laughs> I like responding to them. Like, oh no, really? What do I gotta do? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. We we've had we've had our fun with a couple of them. It's yeah. uh, been enjoyable. All right. Uh do we make up for the 15 minutes we missed? I feel like we have. You got anything Close. else to talk about? Close. Hey, uh, I don't think uh, we, I don't think our bot is posting to. I don't think our bot is posting our links to uh, Discord. I'm I'm scrolling back. I don't see any of the links that we shared. Oh, and there are so many good ones too. I know. So if you want any of these link, uh, check out the show notes, and I'll have to figure out. You know, I shut down some servers. I wonder if I shut down the bot server. <laughs> Fugitive, Awoods, Awoods, you are you are one hundred percent right. Matter of fact, Awoods, I still owe you some some plugins. But yes, Fugitive is like the Git plugin people used uh, back in the day, and me of them, I think, actually has a version as well. So yes, you're absolutely right. So for for your listing pleasure, Awoods, I I had mapped at one time. I had mapped all my Fugitive key bindings to PHP Storm. But I gotta say, so the argument with them and the hardcore event people, and I, I'm still kind of on board with this, is a everything's in your terminal. So with something like Tailscale, where I can SSH into my desktop anywhere, 
is pretty great. But in the speed is always fast. I mean, you just it's just it's just not a competition. So that's why like for PHP Storm, PHP Storm has gotten dramatically faster over the over the years. If you haven't used PHP Storm in the last couple of years, you need to give it another look. But it still isn't as quick as Vim. It's just it's just not going to be. It's never going to be. So the secret <coughs> the secret with Storm is just keep it running. Right? You just keep it open, keep your projects open. It's just there. I mean, that's what I do. Because you know, I'm I get paid to develop. I'm always developing. So for me to keep PHP Storm open, a lot of times without whatever project I'm working on, it's not a big deal. But trying to use the Git integration in PHP Storm was, I felt, painfully slow. Now I haven't used it what? in a year. Yeah, I've been. That's the ninety percent of the time I use Git. It's through PHP Storm. Yeah, I still use the term. I, I use lazy Git in the terminal. I see. Uh, I I just I have my workflow. It's it's so easy for me to grab a branch, check out a new branch off of that branch, rebasing, doing diffs, doing commits. It, to me, it's just it's all there. Do you have Do you have key bindings, or do you click around for all this? No, it's key bindings. Like maybe maybe you have to show me. I I, I don't. I I still do all that. St- I do all my Git stuff in the terminal. I mean, it's it. I can't even remember what it is. It's all like right. It's, it's just memorized. You do, but it's yeah. like command command K is for commit. Uh, command shift. Oh, so you, so you use PHP Storm key bindings? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Now I, I I still I still stand behind the fact that the. Uh, the uh, merge conflict resolution in PHP Storm is definitely first class. It's def- it's one of the best uh, merge conflict resolution tools out there. So, like yes, if yeah. I have a if, if I have a merge conflict, I'll usually reset my branch. Then I'll go to PHP Storm and I click around for a while to figure out how to do the pool. That that's actually one of the things that that little shortcut menu I created does for me. It ha- it does a git pool for me, and I'll do a pool. Yeah, so I, I have fetching map to like control alt F and I'll fetch all my branches. So while while you keep talking about the Vim key binding mapping, the key binding mapping within PHP Storm is just as good. You find what you want, what menu item or whatever, and you can add a mapping to it and just make it work. You add a map. You add your own mapping. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but or, see, or or they a lot of them already have the mappings there. You just the, the know strength, what they are. The strength to me with the Venn key bindings is the Lee, right? Because like with the other mappings, you just have to like so many keys already have functions attached to them. So trying to find something that like makes like a mnemonic sense, like control K. I don't know how you would mnemonically connect control K to whatever you're doing in Git. But for me, if I do a leader key G pool for Git pool, that makes a lot of sense. So that's, that's definitely another, like, even if you're not a big Vim user, just having that ability to have a leader key in, in these mappings just seem, I don't know. Again, I'm a bad person to talk to. No, that makes perfect sense because there's often times where I go to add a mapping to something. I'm like, oh, there's not a mapping for whatever functionality is there. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. go to add it and they're like, oh, it already exists for this you, thing. You're I'm like, using that here. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just it's a default for over here. I'm like, well, I never use that. So I want to get rid of that. But then I go to a new 
<laughs> a, a new PHP Storm implementation, or I move over to my laptop and it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Where where I could see having the MIM bindings where it's always leader key something between Linux and Mac would be right. so helpful because right now my fingertips when I switch between the two are just like I don't know. That's a great point. I never even thought about that. You're right. Like when I do use PHP Storm on my Mac, it's all the same to me, but I know like where Windows and Linux uses control, Apple uses that Apple key. So if you I'm sure that's how it is with the mappings, mm-hmm. the the default mappings with PHP Storm is a lot of Apple key stuff where you're used to taking control. That's yep. a great point. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't either until we were just talking. So yeah, that would be <laughs> that leader key and your the leader key is avoiding existing mappings that are used for other things. Mm-hmm. And you can make it the same amongst all of your implementations. Right. Now you, you that does bring up an interesting uh thing you need to address when you do use the Vim bindings is that um, the first time you hit a key combination that is a default uh, PHP Storm key combination, it'll say, hey, you know, do you want to use the Vim implementation of this or do you want to use the PHP Storm implementation of this? You have to make a decision like, you know, like control A and control X and Vim enumerates and decreases numbers. Mm-hmm. So if you hit that, It'll say, oh, hey, you know, control X is used for something in PHP Storm. Do you want to use that or you want to use your the Vim version? And you just say, yeah, use the, I, I, at least I do. I just always just use the Vim version. Yeah, I don't know what else it would be used for. <laughs> well, control X would be cut. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Because you don't have <laughs> such an idiot. You don't have like normal mode visual. <laughs> How would you cut something in normal mode, John? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. There's not a normal mode for you for you IDE users. God, I always forget about that. That's such a difference. That's like one of those paradigm differences that I understand why people have trouble getting their head around it. Like understanding that your your screen, the IDE you're working in, or the 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 page Interface. you're working in. Yeah, interface, good call. Has different different implementations, like different it has different modes. It has visual mode, it has normal mode, it has insert and mode. It, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 easy once you understand it and you understand the benefit. Like you can you can have a key mapping do one thing in visual mode that does something completely different in normal mode or or vice versa or something. It's a lot. I understand why people don't like doing them. It's it's a lot. Like I, I don't know if I, if I didn't know them. Like if I had like just slowly been into it and built up. If I had to hit the ground running in Vim, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up on it. I wouldn't do it. But well, you, you, you can't. Know it, you can't hit the ground running. You have to start slow, and it, it helps from back in our day where everything was done on a remote server. So much point. is done. So much is done locally now. We don't need them. Mm-hmm. Until until you need it, and then you're like, I don't know how to quit. <laughs> yeah, you think that'd so. be a good conference talk? Vim, PHP Storm, and Vim. I bet you that. I, bet, I, bet, I don't know about a conference talk. I could do a user group talk on that. Maybe I'll do mm-hmm. a uh, what's the merge PHP? I'll do the little virtual user group. 
We have a July meetup coming up that we need somebody to speak at. Just saying. We gotta get that scheduled. I hope he finds somebody. Let's <laughs> let's we need to talk. <laughs> let's talk tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we're hanging out tomorrow, huh? Ball game? Going to the ball game? I'll be there. Got my got my storm hat on. I gotta be there. Pride. I gotta be there early. And actually we are we we've been back and forth, but I think we are now staying and camping on the field. Oh, you're gonna stay the night. What time are you guys gonna be there? So kids, we have to be there by five forty five, I think, to be in line for the kids to be in the parade. Gotcha. Um, when's the parade? Before the game, yeah, before the game, six thirty, I think. Oh, so I, I want to get there before the game. I probably, I probably wasn't even going to leave the house until about six forty-five. <laughs> let me, I'll, I'll look at timing and let you know. Yeah, let me but know. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. So we'll stay after the game. They get to watch Sandlot, so we'll watch, watch a movie out in the outfield, and get to set up a tent, tent in the outfield. Okay. Fun fact to all, all the people watching. I don't know if John was fucking with me on this or not. But John, for years, would always do the whole, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. And so one day I made another Sandlot reference. And he just gave me this blank look. I'm like, it's from the Sandlot. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, the f- what the fuck? What's that? You say killing me, Smalls, all the time. What do you mean, what's that? You can't say a quote if you don't know the movie. Yes, you can. I do it all the time. You're killing Have you me, Smalls. Have you seen it yet? I- I've I've seen the Sandlot when I was much younger. I just don't remember. remember. I don't remember. I don't remember all the. I know there's a lot to it. There's other quotes that I just don't recall. So that's a great. That's that's one of the great baseball movies out there. Sandlot. So, Sandlot and Bull Durham are two of my favorite. So five forty five begin parade lineup. The gates oh, open at six. The parade starts at six fifteen, and the first pitch is seven oh five. Six fifty. I don't know if I want to hang out there forty five minutes before. <laughs> All right, I'll try. I'll, there, I'll, I'll try to get will, there for the parade. There will be beer. There will be beer. Well, of course, it's a it's a ballpark. Of course, there's beer. I, I know. <laughs> Just saying, we can yeah. hang out. I uh, I love I love minor league baseball. It's whenever I go to a uh, conference or something. Matter of fact, uh, going to Nashville, they have a minor league baseball team out in Nashville that I'm going to go try to catch catch game. I love going where, to minor league baseball games. What do you oh is that for that other conference that you're going to? Is that what's yep. going on? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, matter of fact, I should see, I guess uh what what are we doing with Austin? Are we going to we, Austin? We gotta make plans for that, yeah. I mean <laughs> we're sponsoring. We better make we, are, we better we are be a there. Special sponsor. I don't know why, but we're a special official sponsor of another conference because reasons, but yeah. See if they have a see if they have a minor league team. I don't know if I'm going. Uh, Are we both going? We both don't need to go. You can man it. You can man a table by yourself. I I'm gonna talk to the wife about extending it and meeting my brother. Right, right. Dallas though, right? You Dallas. should you should rent just rent a car. You could drive it. I think it's like a six hour drive. You could drive it. Yeah, whatever. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah you will. You're good at that. I can can also can also fly it. You can. You get a little bit more expensive. Oh, you know what you should look into? It's Texas. Texas has a very verbose train system. I bet you there's a train that runs from one to the other that you can probably do in 
you know, less time than trying to get to San Diego from San Diego to San Francisco, which is like a 12 hour train trip. But uh, you should look into that. I bet you there's a train. I don't know. I don't know if you're a train person. I like trains. Yeah. Oh, I would, I would definitely do the train. Savannah bananas. The Savannah, Savannah bananas are awesome. Yeah. I'm kind of over them. They were awesome when a lot of people didn't know about them, but now they're just kind of annoying. Have you seen them? Uh, Of course. Well, I've, never, I've, I've never watched. I've never watched the full game. I've seen the the short clips, which are funny. But so, do you under, you understand a Savannah Banana game is not a a baseball game, right? They have their own rules. Like right, they, each, each inning is a game. Well, I, I well, I didn't know that, but I do know that they are playing to win. It's not like a lot of their videos seem like it's all fluff and just. Right, it's like a Harlem Globetrotters sort of situation. But, but supposedly but it's, other, it's a game that they're actually trying to win. Right, the other team, they're not the generals. The other team is actually trying to win, so they're trying to win. So, yeah, my understanding of there's a bunch of different rule, cha- rule changes, but the biggest one that sticks with me that I think is actually pretty cool is each inning is a game. So everybody, or not a game, everybody wins an inning. So you don't, you don't, carry over your runs whoever has the oh, most really? runs after an inning is the winner of that inning and then whoever so you're has winning the most innings, innings not the over overall game right right so it's pretty cool i, I think that's pretty cool of course if you if you win five innings the first five innings i guess the game is kind of over right because you can't right. you can't come back from that and there's a bunch of other little goofy rules i i don't think I don't think you're allowed to walk or you can't bunt or some shit like that. It's it's fun to watch. Like I said, it was really entertaining for me when it was like the crowds are smaller and they weren't trying to be so goofy and so silly. Now I watch it. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. It's just, it's, I, I kind of lost my, I kind of lost started it dan- when When they started dancing. Yeah, yeah, that and and then I I try to get tickets. We we try to get tickets. So they're they're coming to a couple places. Uh, one, uh, Rancho Cucamonga. They're going to be in Rancho Cucamonga, which is not too far from for. I mean, it's a drive for us. Uh, and then they were in Oklahoma City, and uh, I think tickets were like two or three hundred bucks. I'm like, what? are you kidding me? Like, there's no way. So they do this weird thing where. They only sell tickets to season ticket holders and then they get resold and everybody marks up. And yeah, it's just like, that's not even fun. Like that's not even fun. It's, if you want to be these people, you know, make it accessible to the normal person to go watch you. This isn't fun. So I, think I get why they do it. They're trying to make money and whatever, yeah. but still. that That's why I like the XFL was it was accessible to me when I was that age. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. At the whole, don't get me started. The whole cost of going to a ball game thing. I, 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 I don't, I, yeah, I can't, I can't have that conversation with you right now, <laughs> but what I can tell you is the show's over. We're done. Episode 300. And 39 is in the books. We're looking forward to Tom's return next week. Make sure you tune in. Until then, I'm Eric. I'm John. And I have keep it ugly. Don't talk. 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 Keep, keep it. Keep it. Keep it ugly. Uh,
One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric Yo, he's never on some average shit, you know Eric, he stays loud and passionate I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song Yo, shout the host name Thomas cause he's never wrong Yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet Unlike my freestyles which cause a riot I'm about to do it like this cause the people love me Shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom That came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP, the programming language About to break it down, no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living? Web applications, okay I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.